0: To another episode here of the Side Guys Football Forum. I'm one of your co hosts, I'm on the side, joined as always by my good friend, my good buddy, the other half of the Side Guys, is Tad the Side. And Tad, we had an eventful weekend. I mean, to say the least, I mean, we had a great Saturday doing the Senior Bowl live stream. We were joined by our good friends, Will Decker and Jamal Madney, covering it. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just loads of fun. How did you feel after we were done?
1: I, I think I only now just got
0: my voice back. <laughs> like we, we basically talked for three
1: hours straight. That was exhausting. It was great time. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Jamal and Will always shocked me with just their pure yeah. football knowledge. It was just fantastic. Uh, we got some great analysis in there. The game itself was... Iffy, we'll, we'll say that, but I think we, we kept it pretty exciting throughout. And, um, God knows a lot of my friends were texting me during that game. Cause I, I said some things, uh, Al still giving me trouble over some things. I said, not that I say anything like bad. It's just, they disagreed with some of my takes. <laughs> and, uh, so if you'd like to know those takes, or if you'd like to yell at me as well, be sure to go back. Cause it's still, it's up there. It's up it's there. I mean, so yeah. We went live I mean, yeah. and we we're gone. It's on YouTube. It's on Twitter. Don't know if it's on Facebook, but it's definitely on the first dupe. So if you guys miss it and you just want some analysis, be sure to check that out.
0: Yeah, I think uh we had some critiques about the Caleb Williams stuff. We had critiques yeah. about my me bringing up Lamar Jackson during the halftime break. So, yeah, definitely there's a lot of things we brought up that were – some may say might be controversial. But, I mean, best way you can find out about everything that happened during the live stream in case you missed it is, yeah, just jump back. Tune into it. It's about three hours. Obviously, you can space it out, but yeah, lots of great content that we dove into with the Senior Bowl game, as well as some non-college football to- topics, as well as some players that were not participating in the Senior Bowl as well. So, today's episode, we're going to jump into just our winners and losers from that game. I mean, we did watch it, obviously. We had some instant reaction of guys that we liked, but yeah, now after a chance, we got a little chance to sit on it, marinate it, and now we're going to give you each year one winner, one loser from that game specifically. But before we jump into all that, Tad, we definitely need to give a shout out to our sponsors at Bet Online because, Tad, it is Super Bowl week. So yes, I mean, is. this is a big yes, week. Is. For all those betters out there, I mean, just to do a do a quick tease here before we close it out in the conclusion, though, is that we're gonna have a Super Bowl episode later this week, mm-hmm. and we're gonna dive we into are. it in full depth. And Tad, I know you're gonna be giving us some great props and all that stuff. So, be bet online got you covered with all that because they remain your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at bet online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, the MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, esports, golf, they got you covered on all fronts. So head to BetOnline today on your computer or mobile device and join and you can receive a 50% of a welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's capital B-L-E-A-B, and you can receive a 50% of a welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. Once again, that promo code is BELIEVE. Capital B L E A B, and you'll receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. So, like I already laid out in today's episode, we're going to go into the Senior Bowl, just give you our winners and our losers from that game. Um, but yeah, 100% go back and check out the live stream. We go in much further detail there. Today, today's episode is just going to be a lot shorter, obviously. But yeah, lots of great content between this episode and that previous episode as well to get all your senior bowl analysis for sure. And real quick, I mean, I haven't gotten around to watching the entire
1: thing yet, but if you, I mean, like Mer said, it's three hours. I understand if you don't want to watch an entire three-hour live stream. If you have a player or, uh, you know, uh, some some moments that you saw on Twitter and you would like to know more about it, hit us up on Twitter. I'd be more than happy to find that timestamp for you and get, you know, just – reply with a timestamp. So you can just go directly to that moment. So if you're curious about, you know, one certain thing, cause it was funny. I noticed our viewers were kind of dipping a little bit and then Max Duggan came in and they kind of like skyrocketed. And I was like, that's all my friends. Oh, like, that's all my friends. 100%. <laughs> so, so if you need timestamps and cause you don't want to watch the whole thing, I'm more than happy to buy by that, but just, you gotta hit us up at one of those things below.
0: Hit us up on our social media handles, which just scrolling by right down there below. But, Tad, let's sort of jump into our winners and losers yep. here from the game. Let's start with our losers here. We're going to pass it to you here Starters first. Starters losers. Okay. Yeah. So, who's a guy that just unfortunately did not help their stock after the Senior Bowl week of practice as well as the game itself? So,
1: the reason I'm laughing
0: is uh, – well, twofold
1: – is uh, the only passing touchdown of the game, if I'm not mistaken, was to Michael Wilson – of uh, Stanford mm-hmm. and it was a very long, it was a beautiful throw, beautiful catch, but I, I totally missed it on the first, you know, original play. And then they start replaying it. And I'm like, oh man, cause there's a safety. I love like when I was watching his take, getting ready for the senior bowl, I was like, I literally, my first note, and with his scouting notes is this guy could be the mid round steal of the draft because he has great tenacity. Yeah, that's right, that's back. And he, I, I really like his man coverage skills. But it's um, the reason I'm laughing is because I put his last note is he's a little susceptible to double moves and he needs to work on his back pedal. Well, what Wilson did wasn't even a double move. It was he like basically ran a go route and then it was a bit of an under throw. So he kind of like had to curl back in and when he did that, Jay Ward. Fell flat on his face, like slipped, fell on his face, gave good effort. He tried to get back up and then he fell again. So we were – apologies. That's Cap coming over for, you know, to argue with me. But (laughs) Ward, we were talking during the live stream. It takes one – see, there we go. It takes (laughs) one good play. doesn't make an appearance through the the three-hour senior bowl, but here he is for our 20-minute episode. Um, We were talking. It takes one good play to, you know, for, for you to stand out to scouts, but it also goes the other way where one bad play, that's what people are going to remember the most. Cause other than that, I didn't really notice Jay Ward much, which isn't a bad thing, but on that play, I certainly did, which is, so I'm not saying he killed his draft stock. I think we need to clarify with that, with both our winners and our losers. No one made or break, uh, breaks broke, whatever, uh, their, their draft stock and in, uh, in this game, but he certainly didn't help it. So I think that just that one bad play, he's one of my losers, it's partially because, I, like I said, I really liked him. I really liked him coming into this game, and I, I think I set my own expectations for him a little too high. And that play was just like, oh yeah, no, I definitely did.
0: Yeah, I think um... – Fortunately, just yeah on that one play where it sort of mattered the most like i said the only passing touchdown to happen in that game for him to sort of fall over like that like i mean maybe you could say it's part of the double move maybe there he just accidentally slipped i mean it could be a multitude of things right. there but just fortunately for him to be highlighted on the one scoring play through the yeah. air well, and that's what i mean like, it's like yeah. that's that's the thing that's gonna stick in everybody's mind exactly exactly Um, so yeah, that's unfortunate, but yeah, like Ted said, this is not the end all be all for these guys. They still have a lot to go as far as the draft season is concerned with their pro days, maybe a combine invite, but yeah, the draft's not until the end of April. So they still got a lot of time to improve it, which goes for my guy that I'm picking as a loser, which Ted was not really happy about, but I mean, Ted, just looking at the game, it wasn't all that great to be honest with you. And that's Max Duggan, the quarterback at a TCU bastard you bastard before uh,
1: you get into your analysis this is actually why i got yelled at by my friends because they were like you judas and i was like wait he didn't have a good game like no i all jokes aside i completely agree he didn't have a good game i said so in the live stream now apparently i'm a tcu trader of course, of course.
0: yeah of course coming in at 6-2 and 210 and i mean just tad he finished the game with four pat four attempts with uh, sorry Four completions off of nine attempts and only 26 passing yards. He also had that strange play where he mishandled the snap from the center and he was falling over that to give it his to somebody. Point. It, I don't think it's his fault, but just like, it's one of those moves where it's just like, do you just bite it and end the play and just mm, prevent it from a possible turnover? Or do you still try to make the play happen? He tried to make the play happen. He was able to get the ball off to the running back, Chris Rodriguez Jr. out of the university of Kentucky. Unfortunately, he ended up fumbling the ball. I don't know whether it's because of the handoff from Duggan, but the defensive end made a really good play on that too. So, I mean, it's just like, all, overall, that play was just really weird. So it's just like, yeah. like I said, you have a decision to make there, but just, Overall, like, I mean, you see by that stat line, four of nine for only 26 passing yards. It's like he had some good tosses, but just overall is just, like, very inconsistent. And the big thing that we were sort of discussing during the Senior Bowl was just that this quarterback roster, the the quarterbacks that participate in this game – they were sort of like the second tier or maybe even third tier for some of these guys after those top guys of your CJ Strouds or Will Levises, your Bryce Youngs. And so it's like, this is a chance to sort of insert yourself into the conversation of like, okay, maybe we're not at that level. That is a CJ Stroud and you know, all those guys, but it's like, we still deserve some recognition that we can be taken in, like, you know, the fourth, fifth, possibly sixth round. Jake and, Hayner is a great example of that. Exactly, which I'll get to in a little bit here. But just like, yeah, Max Duggan, especially after the sensational season that he had in 2022. Yes, we can obviously discuss the national title game. Let's throw that out. But besides that, he played really well. I mean, he definitely put the team on his back a lot of times. He showed some rushing ability. He showed a lot of grit a lot of the time. I didn't see it in the senior bowl, unfortunately, and apparently his senior bowl practice week was not all that great either, so it was just that whole week where he had a chance to sort of put himself in that conversation of being like that next guy taken after the first level of guys. It's like he had a chance to do that. Unfortunately, he couldn't. I don't doubt he's going to get a combine invite because of the season that he had, so I mean he will have a chance to obviously at his pro day and the combine improve his stock, but just yeah, like I said, just overall what I saw in the game and what I read as far as what he did in practice as well, it was just the biggest word is just inconsistency. That was just the big thing there. So it's just like if he's able to sort of alleviate that as the process goes along here, that can really help teams really understand. That it's like, OK, this is the guy that we saw in 2022, not what we've seen recently. Right. So it's just like, unfortunately for me, yeah, Ted, he's, he was just a unfortunate loser after this game and this week.
1: Cap couldn't listen to the Blast Man anymore, so he, he, he left. Um, he was laying right next to the TCU
0: Blast, too. And I was he worried was he was going to push it over. I was like, like, please don't Give do that. me that look of, like, you bastard.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no. the The only thing I'll will argue with you on is that I, I don't think he had a bad week of practice, but I, again, to borrow one of your words, it was inconsistent because the one on one drills he was not good in. The team drills he actually did pretty well in during practice. And but that's the thing is like if if you're looking for consistency out of any uh, position, it's quarterback. Yeah. So exactly. that that's a big knock. And and one other thing, God, my friends are gonna hate me for bringing this up. You missed his worst play of the day. Um, where there was a wide open receiver in the end zone and he overthrew him by about three or four yards. It would have been a touchdown.
0: It's your receiver, yes. Mm -hmm. I remember that play. Yeah. Like that was the play where
1: I was like, This is yeah, this is he's one of the lower performers. Um, so no, yeah, he, he just he looked better as a runner than he did as a passer, and you almost never want that. Uh if you're a quarterback in these exhibition games. So no, as much as I hate say it, I agree. That's a good pick. He was he was probably the worst performing quarterback
0: uh, in the game. Yeah, unfortunately, that was definitely the case there. So before we send, get into our winners, you can send a hate
1: mail to uh, at Emergeside 23 on Twitter.
0: <laughs> so before we get into our winners here, Tad, let's just give a quick summary about the game. Sure. So obviously this happened over the weekend. This was on Saturday, February 4th, in Mobile Alabama, just like in past years now at the South Alabama Stadium. Um, the national team, coached by Patrick Graham, the Las Vegas Raiders' defensive coordinator, they were able to defeat the American team, coached by Luke Getzey, the Chicago Bears' offensive coordinator, 27-10. to 10, We talked about this, the previous college bowl games that we've seen here, the East-West Shrine game, and the collegiate bowl, they were a little bit low scoring, more defensive heavy. We got some scoring in this game. It didn't start as a field goal heavy oh. game. But then we got some fireworks in the second half, got some scores, got some big plays there. Tad, you already brought up his name, but Jake Hayner, I mean, we were speaking his name the entire live stream. We really liked what he saw, saw out of him, really improved his stock. Something that I hope Jay, uh, Max Duggan is going to do, but Jake Hayner definitely did yeah. that in this game. The quarterback out of Fresno State, he was named the MVP of the game after going 12 for 19 with 139 passing yards and one passing touchdown. But yeah, he set himself up to have a really good draft season with that performance in that game. And He, then- made,
1: he made me look like an absolute moron because I gave a <laughs> scouting report on him early in the game. And I was like, I'm just not sure about this. I think he's a little skittish. He didn't show any of that. I like I don't know what happened in the little bit of tape of him I watched, but like it, it was like a totally different quarterback. So I obviously am going to scout him further because I'm I, I'm confused. Yeah.
0: So he saw a little bit during the game, but just overall he did a lot that impressed coaches more than made mm-hmm, coaches wonder sure. who this guy is, right? So this last thing, like I mean, this is one of the more well known. Collegiate sort of like all-star games, I want to say, as far as like during the draft process, but just this one has its fair share of alumni. Like I mean, this is only some of the names, but there's a ton I of was names shocked that, that names played in this picked. game. So just oh, some yeah. of the ga- some of the players that played in this game: Ariad Foster, formerly of the Houston Texans; Ryan Kerrigan of the Washington, uh, at the time Redskins, now obviously the Commanders. <laughs> um, careful, careful. Hall of Famer Jason Taylor, the Miami Dolphins; Patrick Willis of my San Francisco 49ers, and a big one, Dan Marino. Of the Miami Dolphins played this game as well, but that's just and a short su- list. Super Bowl. So
1: many- I was about to say Super Bowl quarterback. Well, now Super Bowl quarterback Jalen Hurts played in this game. just that game, th- too? Just a couple
0: years ago. Correct, correct. Like I said, this is just a short list. There's so many oh, yeah. people, big names that played in this game. So let's get to our winners here. Let's transition into yep, that here, it. Tad. So who is your winner after this week? I mean, we talked about Jake Hayner, but that was a little bit of an obvious one. Do you have one that maybe a is a little bit under the radar? Yeah, uh, yeah. <sighs> Unfortunately, not so much under the radar.
1: Yeah, but I'll, uh, I'll go. I'll go with the more obvious. I one. know your pick,
0: so if you watch the game, this one's a little bit obvious, but still coming into the game, little unknown. So yeah, go for it.
1: Yes, see, and that's why I picked him as the big time winner because, like we said, one big play. This dude had a ton of big plays. Is Evan Hull the running back out of Northwestern, who I'm sure a lot of people who don't watch the Big Ten are like, who? Because I was yeah. kind of doing the same thing when you know I was first watching his table. So I, I don't know. Um so he's his size and play style are just so weird. So he's 5'10 uh 220 I believe 210 excuse me. So 5 5'11 210. He's a short stocky guy basically. Yep. And the way he his play style works is really weird cuz he he I think the biggest knock on him is he lacks that like second level speed. He's not going to, you know, be outrunning many defensive players but it's not like he's just one of those guys who just runs in the pile and just keeps running. He is surprisingly shifty for his size, and we saw a lot of that. He he made some great yard after contact plays. He finished the game with 10 carries, 74 yards. I, I really, really like him moving forward now. It's funny because... Doing the scouting for him, at first I was even like, I don't even know where I would, like, you know, project this guy. And, you know, apparently neither does anyone else because I, I was looking at other scouting reports. One person said third round. One person said fifth. One person said sixth. And I was just like, oh, you guys are no help. And I think that with his performance, though, he is pretty, sol- you know, solid third rounder as it stands now. Now, he needs to test well. I'm worried about his 40 time. I think that might kill his stock a little bit. But I, I, I – and I'm just writing the high here. I honestly think like he could sneak into the second round and it really wouldn't shock me that much. My, my early, my early comp form, by the way, this could change, but my early comp form, he reminds me a lot of David Johnson.
0: Interesting. You know, what's actually funny is a little bit peek behind the scenes here is that I actually had Evan Hull as one of my winners, Yeah. but then I went with a different direction because a lot of people are picking this guy. A lot of people saw the game that he had and a really great pick. And actually, Tad, one of my notes was that he doesn't have that breakaway speed to break away from the second Mm, level defenders, but... What we saw in that game on the senior in the senior bowl, excuse me, was just that the running lanes were pretty open there, but just he was able to hit the hole fast and hard and break away from the first level defender. So he's consistently going to get you like four or five, maybe six yards in that first carry as he breaks open. So yeah, Mm -hmm. he's not going to break a home run play for you. He's not going to be like this ultimate threat, but just like consistently to get you good yardage. That's what Evan Hall can do. So yeah, from what I saw as far as evaluating, I'm seeing him possibly like as a fourth or fifth rounder. But like you said, with the draft stock, him possibly getting a combine invite, it could slip into the back end of day two. So yeah, I really yeah. like what I saw at Evan Hall, And let's see if that stock will continue to trend upwards. Same thing that I'm going to say with my pick here as a winner, and that's Lonnie Phelps Jr., the defensive end. This, of this guy killed it. He did. He did. it's just so funny because we had, like I said, we had our good friends Jamal Badney and Will Decker on the program, and we split up the prospects as far as how we were going to do our scouting. And Jamal got the defensive end class as well as the edge class. And he was like, this was a very shallow group as far as the senior bowl is concerned. But then Lottie Phelps sort of proved him wrong because, I mean, he had a very impressive showing. He was the one who actually forced the fumble on Chris Rodriguez after that weird mm-hmm. uh, handle by Max Duggan to Chris Rodriguez. He came in, was able to get the fumble, and then his team was able to recover it on defense. He also had a near sack in the, at the, uh, in the, in the first half, he was almost able to get the quarterback. Malik Cunningham, I believe was that quarterback. He was a little it away. Uh, and he also had a key pressure at the end of the game, which led to an interception, which basically iced the game and ended it with to just a victory formation. So he did a lot of positive things in this game, especially like, Jamal said he scouted this class. He understood what was coming there. And he saw that just like this is probably not the strongest class. But if you could separate yourself from the pack and sort of make a name for yourself, like this is just going to help you as the draft process goes along here. So, yeah, I really like what I saw out of Lonnie Phelps. A lot of people are projecting as a 6 round pick. But, yeah, depending on how the process plays out, especially after a good week of practice and a good game overall here during the last week here. I think he could probably slip as an early day three pick as opposed to a middle or late day three pick. I don't know if he'll slip into the day two pick. There's a lot of great depth there, and lots of different positions are addressed in that day two pick. But definitely if he continues to ascend upward, early day three pick for sure. I, I
1: Just real quick, the only thing I'd add is I think he's pretty solidly locked out of day two. And for yeah, one reason only – well, if, if the only reason is uh, his size. I think NFL teams are going to be too worried about his size, which is really dumb because I I, I knew the guy was good because, you know, he, I, I remember going to the Kansas game, which Jamal brought up, uh, Kansas 5-0, and we were 5-0, and and I was like, that person scares me. I was like, I do not like that guy against our yeah. offensive line, and he's a good player. Um, very productive, like you said, but the only problem is, and I'll let you share a little bit about his size, but I, I think. Teams are going to look at that, look at those numbers and get kind of scared, which is kind of dumb in my opinion. But I just I think that's going to lock him out. But I think sneaking into the fifth round is definitely a a possible option. I'd be shocked if he went uh, in the fourth, but shocked in a good way because he he deserves it. It's just unfortunately he's done growing and I think that's
0: going to hurt him. Yeah, he comes in at 6'3", 245. So he's kind of like a tweener there. He's got the height. But maybe if he builds up a
1: little it's muscle, too that skinny. Exactly, too out. skinny. Like he's going to get overpowered. Well, NFL scouts think he's going to get overpowered at the line.
0: Yeah, so we'll see how it all plays out. But yes, yeah, so I like what I saw, Lonnie Phelps Jr. Let's see how his stock will trend as the months come along here coming up to the draft. And so that's our quick recap here. Like we sort of talked about in the intro, we dove into a lot more in our live stream, which is on demand now. So mm-hmm. make sure you check out that episode along with this episode with sort of our recap after the game here. Got a lot of great content coming with those two episodes, but we got a lot of great content coming up in the next couple of weeks and the next couple of months as well, leading up to the draft at the end of April. So make sure you're tuning in to all of our social media handles that you see down there below. Follow us on Twitter. You got my personal handle under decide 23. You got tab the tab decide 94, got the show handle at the decide guys, and we're on Instagram as well at the, decide, at the decide Guys, excuse me. And big thing too, make sure you subscribe or listen to your podcast, whether that's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts spotify you can listen right on the lafb network website as well always be up to date with all the latest and greatest that's happening with our podcast and if you're watching us on youtube just hit that subscribe button as well we have our own individual channel now on YouTube as mm-hmm. well as make yes, sure you yeah. subscribe to the LEFB Network's YouTube channel because we have our playlist still on there as well. So lots of great content with them. They're at Radio Row. So they're at the Super Bowl right now. So they're probably going to be getting a lot of great guests are going to be swinging by. They're going to be giving you lots of great content leading up to the Super Bowl. So make sure you tune into them as well. But guys, to everybody who's already watching, who's listening, who's giving us a great rating on our podcast, who's interacting with us on Twitter, who watched the live stream and commented and things along those lines. But guys, we really just can't thank you guys.
1: And real quick, before anyone yells at us, Michael Wilson caught a touchdown. Jalen Wayne had eight receptions. Why aren't you talking about them? It, we got a long couple months ahead of us, guys. We will get to prospects, and chances are we probably talked about it in the live stream as well. So don't worry. If there are guys that you, know, you want us to talk about, send them in. Like Mer said, send them in below, but also just rest assured we'll probably get to it. So we're in for the long haul. It's going to be a fun haul, and so – Stay tuned. We are publishing a lot of episodes coming out. So, thank you so much, as always, for listening and watching, guys. And please stay safe, everyone.